Consider the news right now. Fires are so relentless in California that soldiers have been sent to help the fight. Add to that the threat of war with Iran, U.S., and Israel, and the possible shutdown of the Strait of Hormuz and the oil exports is the greatest it has ever been. And then there is the alarming rise of civil unrest. It's getting to the point of developing into a civil war in America, of which some have said it has already begun. But there's more. Heat waves are devastating areas of Europe and the United States, and immigration is changing the face of continents and bringing nation against nation. But in all of these things, Jesus warned that the end of this age would be characterized as a time of pestilence, a pestilence problem that will threaten the entire world. And public health officials warned that we are now entering such a time. But before we get to the program, here's our producer, Kevin. Hi, I'm Kevin, the producer of Today in Prophecy, and I'd like to thank you for watching this week's episode. If you're blessed by this show, please consider subscribing to our channel. Once you subscribe, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest videos. Now let's get back to the program. I'm Tom Hughes. Welcome to Prophecy Update on Hope for Our Times. In Luke chapter 21, Jesus said of the end times, there will be great earthquakes in various places and famines and pestilences. The most common form of pestilence is disease. In today's world, the transportation of people has become fast and efficient. The world's population centers are only hours away from one another. But we're not just moving people efficiently. Listen to this. We're moving infected people efficiently. We're moving diseases to every corner of the world more rapidly than previous generations could have imagined. The August 2018 issue of The Atlantic features a story with the headline, The Next Plague is Coming, Is America Ready? The subheadline reads, The epidemics of the early 21st century revealed a world unprepared even as the risks continue to multiply. Much worse is coming. The Indian News Service, First Post, reported in June that sexually transmitted diseases, or STDs, have made an alarming resurgence across the United States, where 2016 saw a record 2 million cases of chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. In California, the most populous U.S. state, stands out for its willingness to tackle the crisis head-on with cases of the three ailments up 45% in 2017 from five years ago. It's ironic that they praise California for tackling the crisis head-on, as they say, while admitting that California is doing such a spectacularly bad job containing the problem. Sexually transmitted diseases in the state have broken records for three straight years. In May, the Los Angeles Times wrote, more Californians were diagnosed with chlamydia, gonorrhea, or syphilis in 2017 than ever before, marking the third year in a row that the state's sexually transmitted disease cases hit a record high, officials said. And the trend is mirrored nationwide, where STDs have been rising for five years. Over the last few years, gonorrhea has become increasingly antibiotic resistant. In fact, there are only two antibiotics left 
that effectively treat it. But an even more resilient form of the disease is now infecting people in China. And think of this. They don't know how to stop it or how soon it will reach the rest of the world. And that points to an even bigger problem. The ever-increasing numbers of diseases that have become antibiotic-resistant. Health officials warn that in the next few years, this problem will change the world. We seem to be entering a time when it will no longer be uncommon for small scratches to kill. Earlier this year, a new outbreak of the Ebola virus came and went without drawing much attention. We can be glad that no new cases of the deadly disease have been reported in several weeks. But this virus is devastating and easily spread. Every outbreak is a reminder that it's still lurking out there, waiting for another opportunity to sweep over the world. John Hopkins Center for Health Security recently created a computer simulation showing the world's vulnerability to the spread of a pandemic virus. According to Business Insider, despite being a moderately contagious and moderately lethal virus, at the end of the day, 20 months in simulated time, the virus would have killed 150 million people. According to the scenario's creator, if efforts to create a vaccine continued to fail, a disease like that could kill 900 million or more than 10% of the global population. That's what the world is set up for right now. And that's exactly the kind of pestilence described in the Bible for the last days. All this proves the Bible right once again. That means you can trust it. And not just to know what's going on in the world. You can trust what it has to say about Jesus and his dying for our sins. You can trust it as God's word, trust it with your life, and trust it with your eternal life. Let me ask you this. Your eternal life hangs in the balance of whether or not you have been forgiven of your sins. Have you asked Christ to forgive you of your sin? Have you repented of your sin? If you have not, then you will be judged for your sin because the Bible tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the Bible also says, for the wages of sin is death. Ah, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Do you want to know that you are forgiven? Do you want to know that when you die, you'll be in the presence of the Lord in heaven and not judged for your sins in hell? Uh, then pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you would like more information on this topic, go to our website, HopeForOurTimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for watching and being a part of this week's program. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our new website, HopeForOurTimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date and well informed about the times we're living in. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.